So I think you know by now if you follow me that there's a wild monkey that comes and visit me on one of my bases that's in Mexico in, in the jungle. And so it's a fifth floor and I have a view of the jungle and two years ago there was a monkey passing by. And I was like, wow. So I opened the window and called the monkey and she looked at me. Now I know it's a she. Looked at me, didn't care, kept going. And then one day I saw her again and I rushed and got a banana and called her again with a banana in the hand. And she was like, wow, but she didn't care much. Left again, got closer, but left again. And that went on for weeks. So she came in, weeks. She touched me one day, my foot, and smelled it. Days, I touched her, she didn't like it, went out of the window, left. So one day I'm doing a live and she's there in my house eating a banana or whatever. And I get close to her and I try to touch her and she lets me. And all of a sudden, all of the work we've been doing just opens up. You know, all of that trust building opens up and she completely trusts me in one day, completely starts enjoying me touching her and, and, and scratching her. And I, I just, and it was so natural for me now. It was like, it took her a while for her to make sure that I was going to love her freely. That was impressive to me. She, she liked me. She liked free food. She liked the constant temperature in my place. She liked that it was dry and nice. It was safe, you know. She felt like certainty was there and she could enjoy it because I guess jungle life is very uncertain and there's everything, you know, rain, um, enemies, no food, whatever. And... It took her a while for her to make sure that I was going to love her and that it was an amazing place to be, but she was also going to be free. She wanted everything that I had, but not with a high cost. She didn't want it if she was going to become a pet. I don't know if she knew all of this that I'm explaining, but in a way, that's how I translate it. She was protecting her freedom. So yeah, jungle life is hard, but you're not going to have me here forever. You're not going to own me. Even though I like you, I even love you. I get amazing perks from being with you. But you're not going to own me. Because I love myself more. I love myself more than what I hate being in the jungle in uncertainty. I love myself more than what you love me. That's what I felt from this monkey. This wild beast wasn't about to become a pet. I never named her. She's called Monkey, Dirty Monkey. I like her like that. I didn't want to name her and make her a part of my human society that owns animals. I'm not judging you. I'm judging me. I gave my kids a pet one day. If you feel judged, you're giving me exactly the reflection that I was waiting for, which is you have to change your behavior in yourself. You can judge me and I will know if I'm doing it consciously or I'm where I can change it or I want to be better. But you can judge me all you want. I know who I am. I love myself. So don't take it personal or do take it personal and go change it. But either way, you don't care about me. I'm not your friend. So just learn from this. Why do we do this? Why do we want a pet? Because we want security, we want love, we want companionship, we want, we, 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 want, want, want. It's about us. 
I know you love animals. I know, I know you love your pets. I, I do too. But now I love them in a way that truly puts them first. I don't go and have a dog have sex with his mom for me to have a beautiful specimen of that specific breed of dog. I don't do it. I don't, I don't want that anymore. Oh, that's a beautiful dog. Sick as fuck, but it's beautiful. You know, we, we created this weird thing in nature, which through beauty, we decide what's a better dog. You know, this is a beautiful dog is better than that one. We don't care if it's sick. We don't care if we're using all of the animals there. We don't care if they're, they're being bred between family members. We don't care about anything. We just care if they look amazing for our lifestyle. I stopped doing it and I didn't want to do it to this monkey. It was a wild monkey. That's a gift. A wild monkey that comes and visit me. Two years afterwards, she became my friend. She stays in my house for hours, sleeps next to me. She gave me complete access to her life. I can touch her anyhow and anywhere. She bites me. We play. She bites me playing. I pull her. I just toss her around. She jumps all around my house. She can sleep with me. She listens to music with me. She kind of talks to me with her energy in her body. And I, I just, I've learned so much from her. I love her and I feel loved by her. She doesn't come in and judge me. She doesn't care if I have a bad temper or not. She's going to mirror me. If I'm in a bad mood, she won't stay. That's it. If I'm not present enough, she won't stay. I've seen it. She's just a reflection of me. She loves herself more than anything. So she won't give herself to me because she loves me, but I'm angry. She won't let me forget about physical violence. She won't let me throw any energy that she doesn't like because she'll be gone. And she has taught me a lot. She loves me. She comes if I call her, she comes and she's in the jungle and I call her. Sometimes it takes a three, four times. Sometimes it takes just, she's right there somewhere in a tree branch and comes back to me. Sometimes she doesn't come for a month and I don't, I don't block her. I don't stop following her. I don't get angry at her. I don't get jealous. There's a lot of other people where I live that have a good relationship with a monkey. And she loves them too. And, and they love her. And it's amazing. I don't feel jealous. I don't feel like she's my monkey. She's not. We are her humans. <laughs> and at the same time, we're not. We're just all lovers. We love each other. And we all are free to be ourselves without compromising our freedom, which is amazing. She won't stay in my house if she doesn't feel free. It took her a year for, for her to let me be in between her and the window a year. Now she goes all, all around my apartment. She goes to the other floor. It's a penthouse. So she goes to the rooftop, waits for me to open the other door. looks at me like, come on, open the door, goes to the jacuzzi and exits my place and goes to another building, another tree and just leaves through the rooftop. Sometimes she comes back to the other window. She's just free and loving and amazing. And I'm, I'm not waiting for her all the time. I'm not wanting her to do anything. I didn't name her. I don't own her. She's not only mine. I don't judge her. I'm not jealous about her. I love her. 
And she does the same to me. A wild beast doesn't want to be a pet. And that's what I think we all are. I think we're all wild beasts. And we're afraid to accept it because society means you have to be tamed. You have to be normal. I don't know what that is, but you have to be, you have to be a pet. And I decided I, I will be a wild animal again. And I will come to anybody's window and I will enter anybody's apartment. And I will be in that apartment as long as I receive love forever if I want to. I won't ever give my freedom to anybody in the name of love, ever. I won't give anything that has to do with my essence like a wild animal wouldn't do. And it takes time for a wild animal to trust. It takes one second for a wild animal to never trust you again. And because society is this place where we're supposed to all be friends, we kill that real communication. So we all say, hi, how are you? So that's a communication. But the rest you can feel is not there. With the animals, it's the other way around. Caesar Milan taught me a lot. He's a friend of mine and I admire him deeply. And he's the dog whisperer. I know you know him. Um, go follow him if you don't know him. But Caesar Milan is the dog whisperer. But I, I think he's just an animal whisperer. He just knows energy. His language is energy. He doesn't talk. He talks. He gives energy and communicates. He, he can feel and, and know what an animal is doing or wanting or about to do. Um, because he's aware. He's present. He's fully there. He's in love. He's not in his past. He's not in the future. He's not wanting, desiring. He's not denying He's there observing. And if you're afraid, the animal is not that they smell your fear and then bite you. It's not like that. It's that if you're afraid, imagine two humans. If I start going like this, like I'm going to pull a gun out, maybe maybe you do the same. And we've, we've seen it with police where they thought somebody was going to do something. That somebody was just scared because they thought police was going to do something. And it becomes a terrible situation where everybody dies or somebody kills someone. That's what happens. Animals don't bite you because you're afraid. They question you. It's like, you're afraid? Why? Maybe I should be afraid. And then they go like that and you, you become more afraid because now you're looking at that animal like it's, a, it's suspicious. But the thing is, the animal is just mirroring you. So this human is suspicious. Dude, I, I should attack first, you know, fight or flight. So I learned with, with this monkey and with Caesar that it's my energy that I have to check. It's me that I have to love. I don't need anything from anybody. It's weird. I know it's a paradox. As humans, as living creatures, I think we need, we need everyone. We need all of us, you know, we need, we need to be close at heart. But you can't codepend. You can't need, have, or own anybody. You can love, you can give, you can be next to somebody, you can come and visit every day like the monkey does to me, but you can't own. That monkey wouldn't be my friend and it wouldn't have this relationship that we have if, if I owned her, if I named her, if, if I made her my pet, 
She wouldn't. She wouldn't even let me. She would have ran away before I tried. It took her a year for me to be anywhere in my house and her not looking at the exit. A year. She wasn't looking for me. She was glad she found me, but she wasn't looking for me. She gives herself completely when she's there, but she's not wanting anything from me. She just gives herself completely. She's not asking me if I was with another monkey or if I have another relationship with monkeys. And if those monkeys, she thinks they're better looking, she gets jealous. She's not doing that. She doesn't ask about my sexuality. And believe me, if I rub her in a weird way, if I touch her in a weird way, she thinks I'm a monkey, so she gets horny. Um, so, but she's not asking. She's not like, wait, who did you fuck yesterday? She doesn't care about my sexual life. She doesn't care about, my, about anything except the present. If I'm giving her love, if I'm reflecting certainty and love and a beautiful moment, she's there to connect with it. And that's what I've been doing with my life. And that's why a lot of women don't get me. And I think a lot of men also don't get me. Um, love for me is not finding somebody that you were looking for. That's so fucked up from the beginning. And then owning that person through a paper that somebody years ago decided it was a cool agreement. Nobody else questions it now. And you're using that agreement that's old as fuck doesn't represent this modern life. And then after you chose that person that you were looking for, of course you were looking for that person with your sex and your eyes, not with your heart. Um, or you were looking at a person and searching for that person to make your, you needed an apartment, you needed a car, you needed money, you needed, or you, you need someone to make, to make kids with, you're needing something. And then once you're together, you close the window and you call each other names and you put tax on your necks and you start checking each other and you start being jealous and controlling and changing and killing each other in the name of love. Well, I don't do that. Don't get me wrong. There's somebody looking at me right now that's been with somebody for 20 years and they love each other. But if we ask him, one of two things happen. Either it has been very hard and they have sacrificed, which I will never do again in my life. I will pay the price, but I won't sacrifice my energy ever. So the monkey pays the price of being there with me. She knows she's missing out on something else. She knows she has to behave. She pays the price, but she doesn't sacrifice her energy. She's out if I'm going to own her. And it took me years to understand that in my life. And that's why people don't get me. I'm not polygamous i'm not looking for 20 girls I, I don't have girlfriends i don't have much sex if it's not fulfilling and true it doesn't have to be a year that i know you it could be a day but it has to mean something to me i'm not about to fill my bed and come just because i needed to feel that for four seconds i have a beautiful life i love my wild life more than i love your cozy apartment if you know what i mean so not a lot of people get me because they think I want to be free so I can lie to you in a way and be with somebody else. That doesn't mean lying, but like girls think I want to be free because I might fuck another girl. Well, you got it all wrong. I want to be free because that's who I am. That's where I live. 
And why would I need to sacrifice that so you feel loved? Go to therapy. Then you'll feel loved. Then you can be with me. I don't need to make you feel special. You need to make yourself special. I'm special. I don't need you to confirm it. It's nice if you confirm it, but I feel special. Because I worked on it, not because I'm better than anybody. Monkey is not coming to me to feel special and then leave like, okay, I'm loved. And he's handsome, so he's got money. She doesn't care about that. Anything. I can open the window in my underwear. I fart in front of her. Date one. She doesn't give a fuck. We love each other in the dark and in the light. She knows the worst of me and the best because she knows it. I don't have to talk about it. She feels it. If I'm not okay, she feels it. She's not staying. If you're in my house and you're not okay, she's not staying. It's vibe. And I've learned that. I'm not going to be with you forever. Because a paper says that. I might be with you forever. If your window is open all the time and your apartment is beautiful, I'll be there forever. I might even move there. But the minute I feel I lost myself and my freedom and my wildness, I will move out again. So I can't promise you anything. I, can't, I cannot sign a paper. You cannot close your window. I'm not going to do it. And you're going to have to trust that I'm not doing it to fuck somebody else because I'm empty. That means you're not looking at my soul. If you think I want, to, I want an open relationship because I want to have sex with somebody else, you're projecting yourself. I don't do that. I don't need that. But also, yes, you have to understand, what if I want to go to some other person's house and feel amazing? And that person happens to be a female. And yeah, it happens that she might be prettier than you in your eyes. But I'm not comparing. And, and love is an energy that's it's not, it doesn't divide. I didn't, I didn't have my second kid and felt like I, I love the first one in half. Something doubled. So when I'm not with you, the only thing that's really limited, it's time. That's why I like watches. Because you got to remember that. Time. Is the only thing that you're really losing. That's money is not everybody that says, you know, time is money. No, it's the other way around. Money is time. <laughs> the only thing you have is time. Stop counting money. Stop wanting millions. Check your watch and check if you're spending your seconds with beautiful energy or not. I'm not going to spend my energy with anybody, with anything that brings me to a lower vibration so i'm not looking for other girls to fuck love is something i can just give and it expands i have a limited time so i'm not going to be with 30 girls because there's no time and i have kids and i have a job and i i love what i do i have 12 companies i do things so time is limited but if i lived a thousand years i wouldn't say forever and ever to any girl because i might end having this kind of bond with you for a while and then I move. What if this monkey moves to some other place? Sometimes she doesn't come to my house for weeks. She's somewhere else and I can see videos on her of her online and she's somewhere else being loved and doing the same thing she does with me, being cute and loving. And I don't feel jealous because the energy that we have is unique. The love she gives me and the love she gives the other family, it's the same and at the same time it's for both of us nobody gets less we get less time and that's where where our ego goes mm, i wish she was more here but 
Time is the only thing that we have. And when she comes to me, that's the reason I value it so much. But love, she can love 20 families and go from apartment to apartment. She loves me. And whenever she spends time with me, that time is only with me. She's not checking her phone. She's not talking about superficial shit. She's not faking it. She's not pretending to be pretty. She just comes in and sits with me fully. Sometimes she has done that with a, with a cut in her finger that just went through it. And for five days, she, come, she came to my apartment with, with low energy and feeling hurt and, and licking her finger and showing it to me and letting me give her love and like contain her in a way. Some other times she came with another wound in a foot and, and she couldn't come to the window easily. It took time and I was waiting for her and she looked at me like, I'm getting there, wait for me. And I was there, you know, it's, she's completely her. She doesn't hide. She doesn't fake. Um, again, I'm not farting all the time and being disgusting, but I don't have to hide my humanity like couples do for years. And I don't own her. I'm not expecting her to be in my house forever. I love that she's free. I love her so much that I wouldn't ever keep her from her jungle or from other families. Because I know that whatever she's experiencing, she's wanting and she's desiring and she's creating. Why would I want her only for me? That's not loving her. You're not loving your spouse if you don't want them to be free and fulfilled because that freedom might push you away. I love you even if it doesn't include me. I have the balls to love you even if you never love me again, even if you never loved me, even if we never see each other again, even if you die. See, it's easy to understand when you die. I love my sister. She died three years ago and I still love her. It doesn't change. But some people don't get it. That sounds very easy. But then why can't you love your ex that's fucking someone else and being happy? You can't love that ex of yours because if it's not with you, mm -mm, they shouldn't be happy or fulfilled. Fuck them. They didn't give me what I wanted. Fuck them. Really? That's love? I love every ex that I had. I chose them wisely so I can say that. I love every human that I can think of. I just don't spend time with them. This is something that's ending, but my love isn't. I love you and I don't know you like the monkey does to me. So true love for me is the love that I have with this monkey. I don't care if you laugh about this. I don't care if you think I'm crazy. Because here's the thing, if you think I'm crazy and my idea is stupid and my definition of love is weird and I wouldn't do that. Cool, dude. Cool. Just stop for one second and question how your life feels when you put your head on that pillow at night. How does it feel? Are you fulfilled for real? Because happiness comes and goes. I can buy happiness. I buy an espresso. I'm happy. Buy a watch. I'm happy. I get a hug. I'm happy. And that's free. Happiness comes and goes. But then after a hug, I get a call. Somebody died. I'm not happy. So I was not happy when my sister died at all. I've never been more fulfilled in my life than the day she died. I've never felt that. 
I've never been in a room where everybody, everybody is just in love. No hidden agenda. Nobody's saying, hey, do you know what day today? I need to go see a movie. Nothing. Nobody, like, she talked to me horrible yesterday. Nothing. Love. When death is close, love is bigger. That's why I walk with death all the time. I think about death all the time. That's why I can say I love you. And here's the thing. One day a girl told me, but if you love everybody like that, what makes me special? And again, I tell you, nothing. You tell me what's special about you, but I'm not going to make you feel special. Everybody's special. And at the same time, if everybody's special, we're all the same. So who cares? You know you're special. I know I'm special. Here's another truth in Mexico, especially in Latin America, a Mexican. You can't really say that you're great at something. They don't like it. I'm great speaking. I'm great doing what I do with my own way of speaking. You might not like it, but I'm great. I have the results. I love how I do it. And I've seen the change in, in people. I love it. And I'm not going to stop doing that just because society doesn't like to hear that I'm good at it. I'm not going to hide it because society can't handle it. Latin America doesn't like you to be very, very successful because then it shows why they're not. If we come from the same place and I make it in life, a little bit, you're like amazing. My friend is making it in life. But if I really make it, you don't like it because I just put light into the fact that you and I come from the same place and you haven't made it because you don't want to. So you rather speak shit about me because that protects your stupid lifestyle than accept that you might be doing something wrong. So here's the thing. I might be doing something wrong, but I'm very successful inside and outside. I have exactly the life that I designed. I love every second of my life. I can sit here all day. I have health. I love my kids. I have beautiful friendships. I'm wealthy as fuck. I'm rich. Different things. I am fulfilled. I am, I can do exercise every day. I have freedom, the, the freedom that I can get in a capitalism and inside of a body, but I have freedom. I created a beautiful life. I'm a nomad. I'm living in the best place every time. Otherwise I move. I'm not staying in a country or a place that I don't like three months of it. I move to find the place where I feel the best every moment. So I'm just telling you this, you might hate what I'm saying, but the normal couple, the normal relationship, the normal idea of love, I believe it's broken and wrong for today. It wasn't meant to be horrible. It just became horrible. <laughs> be free. Treasure your, your wild animal inside of you. Never give your freedom to anybody in the name of fake love. If they love you, they will want you to be free. And they will become so amazing that in your freedom, you will want to be next to them. That's what I do now. I don't want girls to be next to me because I pull them by controlling them, by marrying them, by promising. I want to be so shiny, so amazing, so beautiful, so loving that you come to me freely and stay there freely. And because you know that I'm not promising and I'm not owning you, you don't own me either. So I can be 
like that with another woman. And again, I don't have sex with all the girls I love. It's been right now, it's been like eight months and I haven't had sex. It's not something I crave. I don't need it. The more awakened I become, the less I need it. And the more meaningful it becomes when I do it. And again, I'm not looking for it. And it might happen with any girl. But I'm not promising looking for it or making it happen because I want it. I'm living the moment. And you would have to know that if it happens with somebody that's not you and you truly love me, you want that for me because I'm not an empty guy that fucks anybody. So you want that for me. You want real connection for me. And when I come back to you, you will ask how it was and I will tell you completely like the monkey and I are with our energy. I will tell you my whole truth, but you better be able to handle it. Because here's the thing, if people are lying to you, you have to question yourself, what are you doing for people to lie to you? Maybe you're not a place of certainty and love for us to bring our truth. If I'm going to tell you everything I feel, you need to love yourself so much that you won't shake with my own true self. And you're so in touch with yourself and in love with yourself and so fulfilled and in balance that nothing about my truth moves you because it doesn't have to do with you. It's my truth. I love that girl. I fucked that girl. I made that mistake. I made that and it was amazing. And you only experience it with me. And if you truly love me, you will be happy for my success and you will be sad for my mistakes and you will help me come out of them better, you know? But you won't be in yourself thinking, why was he with someone else? That's selfishness. People think I'm selfish because I won't promise you love forever. No, you're selfish if you want me to promise something forever and you're not understanding I'm a fucking wild beast. A monkey, but wild. <laughs> it's so weird how a monkey came through my window and taught me love. I don't think in couple terms. Couple means two. I'm not looking for that one person that completes me. I'm already complete. You're not a list for me of things that I need. I'm not looking for things in you that kills people. That's what happens with people when they meet me. Oh, I loved Diego, but I don't like this about him. I don't give a fuck. I don't like a lot of things about you, but I'm not judging you all the time. And you're not a list. You're not, I'm not making a checklist to make you be with me. It's, it's, I, I meet you where you are with your qualities and your mistakes and from there I will vibe if I want to be there or not constantly that's it so this is a rant about love uh about wild monkeys about luck because I'm very fortunate and lucky that that monkey decided to come in my window when I do this for a living and and I feel grateful also so it's a it's a rant about being grateful and being free and and what I believe is true love and questioning society and being truthful and respectful and open and raw. So you don't have to like what I say and um, you don't have to change your life if you're in love with it and you're okay with it. Just go question yourself when you stop listening to me. Put your head on the pillow and think about your life. Who did you give a part of you? in the fake name of love, who and why. It's not their fault, but take it back from them.
respectfully. But talk, with, talk about it with people you love. I'm going to take this back. I'm not going to promise this anymore. I'm not going to do this forever anymore because I don't know if I want to do it forever. I'm going to be here because I love you and, and because you make me feel amazing. And because if I spend my time with you, it's meaningful and it brings me up. But the minute that changes, I might not be there. Now, here's the other thing that I also want to talk about is not that I run away from people if their energy is not perfect. I'm not even pushing people away from me. It's been out of a hundred people, probably I blocked one in my life. I don't block people. I don't push them out. I just walk towards my best life. And you don't, if you don't have that energy, you won't walk next to me. That's it. It's okay. You know, I'm doing my best and I'm always walking towards a vision. Very present. I'm not, I don't have goals and I don't want to get anywhere. I have a vision and I walk in love and I walk constantly and I push myself because I love pushing myself. If you're not going to walk next to me, that's fine, but I'm not pushing you out. It's just that energies attract or not. So I hope that I, I hope that I could transmit the whole message about love for me. Love is procuring somebody, somebody's freedom without them having to include us. You know, the, I don't have to be included. I love you even if you go and love somebody else. I love you even if you fuck somebody else. People rather have their exes dead. It's easier to love a dead ex than your ex that's now marrying your best friend. All of those things that make drama in people's lives is so meaningless for me. Best friend. It's like, I've never said, oh, look, this is Tom, my worst friend. I don't. What are you, two years old? I don't prioritize love. Love is love. It has different energies. I don't, I don't want to have sex with my mom or my kids or my friends, but I want to have sex with some other people. But love is love. It's the same energy. Just the difference is that intimacy goes into different places. I can be intimate with you with my brain. I can be intimate with you with my skin and just be very loving and caressing i can be intimate with you with my genitals but it's intimacy it's different kinds of intimacy but love is love dude don't prioritize that so it's weird again if your ex that you don't own and you say you love is not with your best friend you're supposed to love that person too you should be fucking happy if you're not you should be going to therapy because you're the one that doesn't have enough self-esteem to be okay in the world with whatever happens. And thank you for listening because you didn't know what love was until maybe now, which is procuring your best friend and your ex freedom, even if it doesn't include you. We're all wild beasts. So be one. Go be wild beast. And I hope you can find the window with a beautiful soul inside that makes you want to go there every day of your life. I love you.